0: Welcome to Locked On Spurs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of News 4 San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio Spurs Zone. been covering the Spurs since 2004 from Press Row. Well, the stage is set and your San Antonio Spurs will be taking on the Golden State Warriors in the opening round of the 2018 NBA playoffs. This is a rematch of last year's uh, playoff series, although different rounds. But the Spurs ended last season's postseason run with the Warriors, and they're going to start this one against them. So there's some familiarity, but things are a little different this time around. The Spurs, as of right now, will be without Kawhi Leonard, and the Warriors themselves will be out without their star, Steph Curry, who's still out with an injury. But the Spurs will have to get things done on the road where they have not been great at all whatsoever this entire last Regular season, they had a very they won fourteen games on the road last season. That's how bad it was. While the uh, Warriors are just one of the best at the in the business at their own gym, the Spurs and Warriors met four times in the regular season, with the Warriors beating San Antonio three out of four times. That last game was in San Antonio, where the Spurs got the W, but. It was almost kind of a wash as the Warriors didn't have any of their big four playing after Draymond Green suffered an injury in the opening minutes of the game. So familiar foes are going to go at it again. The Spurs have the unenviable task. They're trying to dethrone the NBA defending champs. And we shall see as things will tip off this Saturday in Oakland at 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. So go Spurs, go. Good luck to them. But what we're going to do today is simply this. Give some overall thoughts about the series and then talk about one thing that the Spurs have to do to try to win the series versus the mighty Warriors. And to do all that and a lot more, including um, why Joe actually is okay with the Spurs getting blasted by the Pelicans in the final game of the regular season. It's Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. He's hopping on once again to discuss the Spurs-Warriors. Now, Joe, before we do that, it's funny, you know, you and I were talking before recording, and you didn't sound too bothered by the Spurs getting blasted out of the gym versus New Orleans.
1: No, I wasn't. You know, it, it, everybody pretty much expected that the Spurs were going to lose this game. And I believe, you know, Coach Pop just said, let's see how the, how the team comes out, you know, what type of energy they're going to come out with. And unfortunately, they fell behind very, very quickly. In the first quarter and second quarter, you know, it just, you know, that was it. Pelicans blew it wide open. And, you know, at that point, you got to kind of tip your hat to Pop. And he knew the energy wasn't there and the effort wasn't there. So he kind of threw in the towel early. Better to keep him healthy than to have him, t- you know, trying to kill themselves and risk injury. Yeah. Trying to, you know, what, win the last game of the season. So I think it was, you know, a strategy move by Pop. And, you know, hats off to him keeping the team healthy.
0: Yeah, you're right. You know, look, you know, you don't want the uh, Spurs heading into the postseason on a bad note, losing their final game of the regular season. But look, let's let's not um, discount how you know much it is to preserve these players. You know, the last thing the Spurs needed to see is Dejounte Murray or Lamarcus Aldridge go down with an injury versus a meaningless game at that point. Or even Manu. And- <laughs> we can't lose Manu. Is that Joe?
1: I said we can't lose Manu either.
0: Yeah, they can't lose Monoger as well. It's crazy. That's how crazy this season's been. You know, you can't lose a 40 year old Monoger Nobly. But look, the, the Spurs definitely got waxed. Uh, the Pelicans dropped 122 points on the Spurs. I don't even want to go into the numbers. It was that kind of a night. Um, yeah, get this. The, the, the Spurs turned the ball over plenty of times, leading to 26 Pelicans points. So hopefully the Spurs cannot do that versus the Warriors. So let's go ahead and. Uh, dive right into this um Joe you know when I look at this series you know my overall thoughts is you know what good luck Spurs I mean that's pretty much where I'm at right now I know the Spurs kind of sort of closed out the regular season and an okay foot you know they did drop that game to New Orleans but all in all they look a little more confident I'm seeing Rudy Gay play better LaMarcus Aldridge you know, he did have um, not too great back-to-back games to close the season, but nevertheless, he's still a beast, and they were playing okay. I still don't have that confidence in this team to uh, stun the world and uh, beat the Warriors in this seven-game series if it goes that far. Um, right now I'm just hoping that the Spurs just don't get embarrassed, and I hope that they come out with effort, play for 48 minutes, and uh, Do what they can to make it respectable, but should the Warriors trot out Durant and Thompson, Green, and the rest of those uh, cats out there in Oakland, I think it might be a long series for San Antonio and a very early vacation. Joe? I
1: actually think that the Spurs have a chance, man. I think that they can make it interesting. It just all depends on on the energy and the effort, you know, and that's kind Mm -hmm. of been lacking on the road. So we'll just have to see if pop can get this team fired up and have them you know playing at at peak uh at their peak right now because mm-hmm. whatever happened in the regular season is going to be different because the second season starts in the playoffs so you have a chance to actually start with a clean slate and maybe rectify some of these issues that they have so it'll be interesting to see what happens you know it all starts on Saturday and we'll see what kind of effort they come out with and that to me that will kind of dictate how far they're going to go in the playoffs.
0: I look at this series, and the one thing that jumps on to me is that the Warriors, as mighty as a lot of people think they are, they have kind of stumbled late in the last two months of regular season. I think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe they went 10-10 and 10 in the last two months of the regular season. They're banged up right now. At least that's what they say, Joe, <laughs> that uh, Durant and... Uh, Curry and Green are all so hurt right now. But nevertheless, you know, this team to close out the regular season doesn't look too mighty as they used to, maybe last year when they did their championship run where they were just intimidating teams and just wrecking them. They drop in they're dropping games. They're 10-10 and 10 in the last two months. They don't look as formidable as they used to. And I think that will play well into the Spurs' hands if the Spurs can simply capitalize on that and lock in and do what they got to do. Unfortunately for me, Joe, and I don't know about you, the fact that they don't have home court advantage, and if it does go seven games, you know the Spurs won't win because they haven't proven the entire 82 or 41 road games during the regular season they can't get it done on the road away from San Antonio. That's so I don't think the Spurs will advance.
1: Well, I don't know, man. Like I said, it just depends what happens in this uh second season in the playoffs here with the spurs they have the opportunity to dethrone the warriors going into this playoff series but again it it all comes down to one important factor and that is who's going to step up you know because we've seen what happens when teams kind of double and triple team lamarcus it's going to have to fall under on the hands I should say of of the teams of the team itself and Someone else, to me, is going to have to step up and, you know, kind of shine in order for the Spurs to win this series against the Warriors. And we can't really take into too much, read into too much, you know, with the Warriors and them being banged up in these injuries. You know, the Spurs have had been injury-riddled all season, but yet they're still here in the playoffs. So it just has to, it just boils down to energy and effort and who wants it more. And at this juncture, we really don't know. We'll have to see if the Warriors are who we think they are or if the Spurs can kind of flip that switch and, you know, become, I guess, you know, return to that championship form in the playoffs. Mm. We've seen little flashes here and there, Jeff. I mean, you've seen games where you just kind of scratch your head and you're like, wow, they look great. And then the next game they'll play a subpar 500 team and they just get, you know, blown out of the building. So. It's just—it's been a weird enigma, man. This season has just been one of those weird seasons you just want to forget and move forward, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. The regular season—the one that just ended—you know—was a roller coaster season for San Antonio, and you got the off the court issues, Kawhi Leonard, and that drama, and the on the court issues, the injury bug, and the constant lineup changes, et cetera, et cetera, losing streaks left and right. But at the end of the day, this is Philly's first team led by Coach Popovich. Now, this is not my one thing that the Spurs have to do. But when I look at this uh, team, the Spurs team heading into the series, I think everything rests on Popovich's shoulders. I think if he's going to have to dig deep into his bag of tricks, he's going to do it right now. And he has to do it right now against a Warriors team that on paper should dominate this Spurs team. On paper, and it's according to Vegas, the Spurs are heavy underdogs, heavy underdogs to win the series. Uh, my eyes are going to be on Popovich. I want to see what he does. I want to see his in-game adjustments, his pre-game adjustments, his game-to-game adjustments. I, I think as much as you may look at the players, you know, and listeners, they're definitely going at the players. well. You know, Murray can back down Curry or if LaMarcus can punish them in the middle, you have to screen off. But it starts with Pop and I think his mind has to be the X factor in this series. What can he scheme? What can he do to ensure that the Spurs make it respectable and give the Warriors a scare or better yet, get the W?
1: Yeah, I mean Popovich is always going to be an X X factor. But to me, what, what it really boils down to is the Spurs need to play consistent defense, especially on the road against the Golden State Warriors. Because right now, they don't look the best when it comes to the offensive side of the game. But if they can play hard-nosed defense, what happens is that it creates a chain reaction with this Warriors team. I believe that the Warriors, once you start getting under their skin and you're pesky, and you start, I guess, really attacking the head of the snake right now, which is going to be Kevin Durant, they'll get upset, and they start you know, making boneheaded plays, and they start going out there and getting you know these technical fouls and they get out of sorts and if that occurs I think that's where the the Spurs have that mental edge over the Warriors because the Spurs have been through so much this season that Mm they've learned to overcome the adversity I don't really believe that the Warriors with everything that they've been through can really overcome that it's kind of like with Kevin Durant it's always the me 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 it's always about me even these comments that he had before the playoffs start, well, I'm not going to be taking a discount. I'm going to be looking into, you know, maybe restructuring my my contract in the off season. You wouldn't say those kinds of things, especially going into the the playoffs. To me, that's just selfish and it's uncalled for. You want to keep those things private and talk business with the people who actually, you know, cut your check, not leave it mm-hmm. out there to the media. That just creates distractions in the locker room. And I think it was a bad move on his part, but... Spurs aren't like that, so I think they got the mental edge over the over the Warriors.
0: Yeah, you know, but, you know, I looked at that what you said, you know, about the Spurs' defense and the mental edge. You know, the, the Warriors are no slouches on the defensive end as well. They're one of the best teams when it comes to locking down teams. Look at Kevin Durant; now, he's a blocking machine. Who never thought that Kevin Durant would play defense, but he's doing it this season. The Warriors are among the best NBA defensive teams this past regular season, and they're not going to let up. Look, defense wins championships. Pop preaches that since day one of his regime. Kerr is a disciple of that. He's preaching that as well. We're seeing it this season. This Warriors team on both ends of the court are just too much, in my opinion. They're solid on defense, and they're extraordinary on the offensive end. We know that. We don't have to go into the numbers. The listeners don't need to know the numbers. They know what the offensive threat that the Warriors pose with their roster. But and as far as mental edge, look, I, I get it. You know, the Warriors are unhinged at times. Kevin Durant is picking up the keys. we know about Draymond Green. Sometimes Steve Kerr goes off the handle, too, on the sidelines. But to me, the ultimate mental edge is this Warriors team has proven that they can take down this Spurs team even without some of their stars in the regular season. Three games to one in the regular season, convincing wins by the Warriors. Look, I'm not here to be the Spurs basher right now. Uh, that's not my job right now. I'm just trying to be real. When I look at this uh, team right now, I think this Warriors team is just too much to handle for a, tier- a team that's very uh, Not on par as far as talent-wise. Mono Ginobili said it, too, during the regular season. Don't jump down my throat as well. But Ginobili said that this is not a very talented Spurs team. But I do agree with you, Joe, in a sense, and even Mono Ginobili echoes what you said. Defense is where the Spurs have to use their bread and butter in this series. They're one of the best in the league. Their defense, face it, Joe, pretty much... Help them stay afloat throughout the entire season without two-time defensive player of the year Kawhi Leonard. They were tops in opponents points per game, tops in rebound, tops in blocks in the NBA. If the Spurs are going to get this series, it starts on the defensive end. Joe?
1: Yeah, it all starts with the defense. But you know, one thing in particular is that I, the reason that I think the Spurs really have a shot against the Warriors is that the Warriors are going to be without their distributor, you know, without their playmaker, Stephen Curry. So without him, it's kind of it's kind of like us. uh, To me, it's almost like a level playing field because the Spurs are without their best player as well. Really, Joe?
0: Is it really a level playing field?
1: Well, when you look at it, the Spurs haven't even played their best basketball of the season, and what I mean by that is we only see LaMarcus scoring all the time, you know. And people go well, the other teams will go and double and triple team him, kind of take the Spurs out of their game. But what? I need to see happen with this team is we need to see other people contribute. We need to see somebody else rise to the occasion in a Rudy Gay going off for maybe Mm -hmm. twenty-eight points. A Bryn Forbes may be going off for, you know, career high numbers in the playoffs, or Danny Green knocking down some really, you know, key shots at key moments. Same thing with Patty Mills. It's a team effort. And if the Spurs can get production out of these other role players, to me, that would be a level playing field with the Warriors because at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you're superstar score or not. It's what the role players will do to me, especially for the Spurs, that will define the series. You know, you can have a Draymond Green blocking shots and scoring points at will, you know, banging down low in the in the paint. But if the Spurs can be competitive with their role players contributing and everybody that's on the floor contributing, I think it could be a pretty pretty level playing field, given that Stephen Curry is not out there on the court. The Spurs do have a chance, but the only chance they have, everyone has to be scoring that's playing in the game. I don't care if you score four points, if you score two points, but we need to see some type of effort, and it needs to be a complete effort from the team, and we have yet to see that from the Spurs this season.
0: Well, look, they had 82 games to show that they can't play that complete game, and they didn't. Maybe they got close to it, uh I think off the top of my head versus Houston in that last win against them, the Boston uh, thrilling loss. But, I mean, they were too far a few between for me, for my taking. But, you know, look, I I just disagree with you. I think you're right. The Spurs have to rely on their role players. But in the other one, I think the Warriors don't need to because Kevin Durant, let's face it, he can beat the Spurs team on his own. There is no Kawhi Leonard heading into this series. Without Kawhi Leonard, who's going to check him? Who's going to check Durant? You know, look, I think the um, uh, a few teams towards the end of the season, uh, you know, especially I think uh, one of the road losses, the reason why people was the uh, Clippers or the Lakers, I believe, exposed the Spurs in the sense of freaking just double-team LaMarcus. That's all you got to do and you double-team LaMarcus, the Spurs don't have that second-reliable scorer. You double-team Durant, fine. Hey, Thompson, you're wide open. Hey, Curry, if you do come back, you're you're ready to do your thing. Hey, uh, you know, Draymond Green, do your damage as well. The Spurs don't have that option. So there's, when I look at the pressure aspect, yeah, there's more pressure on the Warriors to, to get out of the first round because they are the Warriors, they are the defending champs, but I think the Spurs on the court have more pressure from everybody because everybody has to step up. The Warriors don't have that type of problem; they just need one or two of their stars to get hot, and it lights out. So it's, it's just to me. I just look at this game, the series, and I'm like, whoa! Spurs have their work to cut out with them. For them, no Leonard, you know, on the road. Seven game series. If it does go seven, goes back to Oakland. I think the Spurs uh, could be in trouble, and they just don't have. They have the defense. They just don't have at times the offense. While well, on the other hand, the Warriors have the offense and defense, and they backed it up this season with the numbers. Uh, Joe, go ahead and slap uh, me around and tell me that I need to duck my head in water and wake up. <laughs>
1: Well, you don't need to dunk your head in water and wake up, but I think a change to the starting lineup needs to happen because the Spurs do need a second offensive threat, and I think they have what they need right now, and Pop needs to insert... You see,
0: that's the thing. You think you think you, yeah. think you know. You don't know for sure because it's unknown. The Spurs never had that second rival score this out this season because Kawhi Leonard's been out. He's been out,
1: but one person who's actually stepped up their game and is back to shooting form again or true form is Rudy Gay and I think Popovich needs to insert Rudy Gay into the starting lineup to kind of help LaMarcus Aldridge because what LaMarcus Aldridge needs is he needs a little bit time to shoot you know he needs some space and I believe if Popovich puts in Rudy Gay and Rudy Gay is more aggressive in attacking the rim that kind of opens the game up a little bit more and gives some breathing room to LaMarcus Aldridge and I think that duo out there would probably be our best option to you know, maybe even put up a fight right now against the Warriors team because if he goes with his starting lineup that he has right now, they're not really scoring. You know, They're out there mm-hmm. trying to play defense, and defense does win championships, but you need some type of punch. You need some energy to start off the game, and it's very important from a mental aspect, especially with LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. He's been the first one to tell you, when he's out there, especially in these, you know, this last playoff series that he was in, he said that he wasn't shooting. First two, three shots didn't go down, and that kind of just got him out of sorts for the rest of the game. But I think if you insert Rudy Gay, Lamarcus Aldridge might get some, you know, really easy buckets because mm-hmm. they'll be focused on a Rudy Gay being aggressive, more aggressive to the rim. Then you have Dejounte out there, who's a good rebounder for his small size. So I, I think they can put up a good effort if that were to occur, but that's just my opinion.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is definitely going to be an interesting series. You know, when it comes down to it, it's going to have to take many things for the Spurs oh, to yeah. beat the Warriors uh, four out of seven times. But, you know, we can dissect this series left and right, and I know that's all you're going to hear from this point going forward. Listeners, there's a lot of talking in abundance given their two cents. But right now, Joe and I are going to give our one cent in the sense of what is one thing the Spurs need to do to escape this series and advance. Now, there's many things you can look at. Uh, win on the road, duh. You know, prove it that they can be on the road. But it goes beyond that. And, um, Joe, let me start off with you. If, you have, if somebody said to you, all right, Joe, pick one thing the Spurs got to do to win four games against this Warriors team in advance, what would it have to be?
1: transition defense. Pop has preached it all year and exactly this transition defense reared its ugly head against in the last game against the Pelicans. Look, the Spurs aren't the fastest team out there, but it's imperative that they get back on transition defense so they won't get killed and get run over on the fast break points. You know, this Warriors team's explosive and they have a lot of athletic players, but if you can just simply get a body to kind of maybe slow them down just a little bit, you give yourself a chance to get in your defensive sets. So to me, transition defense is imperative in this series.
0: I am gonna agree with you there. Look, you don't want to give the uh, Warriors uh, easy buckets. The last thing that's for you to see is just that ball being tossed down to the court and you see Draymond or Durant for a dunk or a layup or whatever Warrior pick one. You know, and the Warriors are good at that. They're good at pushing the ball off fast breaks, off missed shots, off rebounds. And the Spurs got to sacrifice those rebounds and just get back. Who cares about that offensive rebounding? Just get back on D right away. And I agree with you. Look, and most of this is not my takeaway or my take, but most of that transition, D, Joe, let's face it, sometimes the Spurs do it to themselves because as we saw against the Pelicans, they turned the ball over, what, 17 times? You cannot do that against the Warriors. Am I right, Joe?
1: Oh, yeah, especially against that athletic team that can run all, on, on you all day long. Yeah, that's just a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, so those turnovers will turn into the fact that the Spurs have to force themselves on transition defense. You don't want to put themselves, or they don't want to put themselves in that position. Play smart basketball, and if you do plank the ball, which is going to happen, you're going to turn the ball over, it's going to happen, just make sure you... Don't let Golden State get those easy points. Hack them, foul them, stop them. Try to take a charge when they're running up and down. Whatever you got to do, just slow that transition offense down with solid transition defense. All right, For me, Joe, when I look at this series, I'm saying the Spurs, and you've heard this before, they got to use that size, my friend. <laughs> they have the size advantage. LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol. You know, I need Pau Gasol to, you know, if he ain't going to be dropping points, fine, but if he can just grab some rebounds, use six fouls, knock down the occasional three-point shot, that will be awesome. LaMarcus Aldridge, he's going to have to turn it up a notch. I know he did this season based off last year, but this team is going to need more from him in this uh, postseason run. You know, I know a lot of Spurs fans, you know, pretty much hate on Joffrey Laverne, but, I would use him in a very ja role, let him go out there, let him bang around, let him be very physical. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not advocating for him to put his foot under a warrior's shot as a flag and they're going to go for a jump shot, zha ja. but what I am advocating is just for him to be very aggressive, very tough. Don't let those warriors get easy drives to the rim. You got Bertans out there. I know he's not a physical guy. But he is tall. He can knock down those shots. You know, I'm looking at the size advantages Spurs have, and they can use that to their advantage with the tandem of Lamarcus and Powell. I think the Spurs team will be sitting pretty. Joe?
1: Oh, I have to agree with you. You know, in particular, Berton's. I want to see more out of him because he's not just a three point shooter, he's an athletic uh, guy. He can go up there, and, you know, we've seen Mm -hmm. him go up for some explosive dunks. We've seen him. You know, be aggressive. And he's not rim. afraid. To,
0: and he's not afraid to mix it up and get it to yeah. the player's face.
1: And we need to see more of that. You know, he needs to just not sit out there and camp out by that three-point line. I think if Bertons could get it going, that could you know really change things for the Spurs. I'd like to see a little bit more out of him because he is an mm-hmm. athletic guy. So use your talents, Bertons Don't be scared.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think fear has never entered his brain. Remember, he took on uh, a behemoth. Great uh, Monroe a couple seasons ago, you know, <laughs> was not backing down for that big guy, uh, and I, you've seen it a few times uh, either this season or last season. Bertrand, you know, look when, when it's time to you know push around people and get in his face, he's not afraid. But you know, he's just a stick man; he can get <laughs> pushed around. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, when I look at the senior, yeah, I look at the Spurs' size advantage. They got great talent and uh, in that paint. Pow, Lamarcus especially, use it, use it, just punish the Warriors in that paint. I don't care if it's going to be scripted, and the Warriors know that the first play is going to go either to Lamarcus or Powell or something like that. Keep on pounding, them. wear them out, tire them out, make them work. Get those their bigs in foul trouble. You know, be aggressive towards Chevel McGee. Be aggressive going at Jaja. Just you know, David West too. You know, he's a former Spur. You know, he's not afraid to mix it up, and he's not going to back down against his former team. I think the Spurs need to have the same mentality, and I think that starts with the bigs, the enforcers, be big in that paint and take advantage of that size advantage the Spurs have. And kind of a bonus, take Joe. I think I also want to throw in there's expose that rookie guy, Quinn Cook. Yeah, look, he's just a he's just a G leaguer. No, no, nothing to take offense <laughs> of that. No, no, no. I'm not trying <laughs> to discount that, but this is just. This is the big time right now, the big show, the NBA playoffs. And he's being been interested right now to run the team. Murray, attack. Parker, attack. Mills, attack. Get him in foul trouble. Let him know what it's like to be living in the NBA postseason. Joe?
1: No, I agree with you. I think that's something that the Spurs have to expose. You know, I think DeJounte has more experience and is a better player right now than, than Cook is. And if you take your... Point guard, you know, if they can take the point guard out of the equation for the Warriors, they're not really left with much. I mean, they do have Clay Thompson, but basically he's a shooting guard. He's not one to really, you know, dictate tempo and facilitate and distribute the ball. So, I mean, you're just gonna have to make do with what you have. And I think the Spurs have the edge in the in the point guard uh, spot right now against yeah. the Warriors. So use it to your advantage.
0: Yeah, occasionally you'll see the point forward out of Golden State with Draymond Green. that look, that's not his natural position, and uh, the Spurs should definitely take advantage of that PG spot that the uh, Warriors are having trouble with right now without Steph Curry. Now, of course, this is being recorded before Game 1. You know, likely Joe was going to happen the Warriors and announce that Steph Curry is fine. I think that's just going to be our luck right now. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is done. But uh, no, I mean, as of right now, Curry is not playing against – The spurs in the game one series uh game one for the series between the spurs and warriors uh joe final thoughts and prediction
1: final thoughts i believe that this spurs team can win this i think they're very capable of doing it if they can play together for the full 48 minutes and it all comes down to mistakes spurs can't have mental lapses nor can they go two minutes without scoring a bucket. This is going to have to be a complete and total team effort. And I do believe that they have it within them to do that. And they can rise to the occasion with their veterans igniting this team uh, to victory. So my prediction is I do pick the Spurs to win. And I think it's going to go seven games, but I believe the Spurs can do it. And I have, if I have faith in them, so that's my prediction.
0: All right, Joe. Um, let me bring you back, back down from the rainbows and the clouds there, Joe. <laughs> and, and the pretty butterflies that you're painting right now. Um, I think the Spurs, let I me mean, get my prediction. I think the Spurs, um, or the Warriors, give the Spurs the gentleman's sweep. that they're going to go five games. Um, look, it's not to say that I have you know no confidence in Spurs, but I just look at it, and I look at the numbers, and I look at the rosters, and I look at you know, the series as a whole, and I think the Spurs just have to do so much more than what the Warriors have to. The Spurs do not exude confidence on the road. The road record showed it from last season. The Spurs have to play, as Joe mentioned, a complete game, 48 minutes uh, every game, for four games straight. That is a very taxing thing to the Spurs is going to have to do. They have to play at a high level, four times straight against a Warriors team. They'd be defending champs. Um, that's tough. And the Spurs, at the end of the day, I don't think they have the offensive horses to get it done. I think the Warriors are going to double, triple team LaMarcus Aldridge and then dare everybody else to try to score on them. I think that's what's going to come down to. So I think the uh, Spurs will put up a valiant effort. I think they'll be good games. But at the end of the day, Spurs get the gentleman's sweep. I think this ends in five games. All right, Joe. So now that I'm going to be, uh, kicked out of Spurs uh, fandom and <laughs> kicked out of, um, I'm going to be stripped of my silver and black uh, patches. We want to hear what you have to say. Um, and fans, I know you're probably going to roast me. So anyway, here we go. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Again, I am the lead Spurs writer at News 4 San Antonio at Fox 29 San Antonio Spurs Zone. And go check out the content that we're going to be churning out as these playoffs uh, roll on and begin this Saturday in Oakland. And again, you want to talk to me, email me at and before at gmail.com. Joe, take it away.
1: Yeah, you can uh, check us out at Two Shots Podcast, which is spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S, Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also check us out on the World Wide Web. And this time I'm going to switch it up on you, Jeff. You can Tell me. Watch, you can check us out at two shotssa.com. I left out the www just for you.
0: <laughs> all right See, now you're with the times joe yeah all right <laughs> all right well for joe garcia i am jeff garcia and we're gonna put a lock on this episode of lockdown spurs